Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Sing it, it's a faith confession. Nothing is impossible. When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible When you trust in His Word Hacking to the voice of God to thee Is there anything too hard for me? And put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word for everything, oh everything, yes everything is possible with God. Oh, now, come on, somebody declare it this morning. When you put your trust, nothing shall be possible to those that believe. It's impossible when you trust Him in His word. Trusting in His word. Hacking to the voice of God Is there anything too hard for him? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon his word Oh everything, oh everything Yes everything is about to serve his bishop Me Ajedu Abba Thank you for gathering us this day to bless us. I want you to lift your hands and just pray that God will touch you with his word. And after you hear today's word, you begin to do something different. Something different from what you've been doing always. That today's word will bring light, will bring illumination. It will cause you to do something different, something new. It will cause you to do something of an improvement. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Touch our lives. Touch our lives through your word. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? It's only those in the middle here who are happy to be in church. How about the rest of you? Are you happy to be in church? Please be seated. During this past week, we were in the camp, a few of us, and we were learning about the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that we learned is that 
There is a sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your eagerness. On your eagerness and your strength. Somebody should turn eagerness, Google eagerness and see what it means. Eagerness. Not eagle. Eager. Just say, I am eager. <laughs> what does it mean? Because some of you, when I look at your face, I don't see eagerness in your face. There has to be eagerness in your face. What is eagerness? Speak. Why you, 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 you don't have and enthusiasm. And enthusiasm. Enthusiasm to do. To do or have something. To do or have something. Keenness. Just I keen. You're him, you're keen. Keenness. Having or showing keen interest, intense desire. What? Huh? See, when you come to church, you must have a keen interest and desire. You see, the same thing can be said to two people, and the two of them will have different effects based on what has been said to them. Amen? Because the eagerness with which you receive something, the enthusiasm, the passion that you have, strongly wanting to do, amen? So you are strongly wanting to do or have something. You want to have the word, hallelujah, and to do what the word says, to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer, amen? And so when the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on, on your eagerness, eh, it makes you do things. You know, many of us, naturally, we are not like that. Naturally, we don't have a drive. But the Holy Spirit can cause you to have a drive. Amen? So receive a drive. I say receive a drive. Like you have 38, you don't have a drive to marry. A man, you don't have a drive. And your pastor is helping you, is doing everything you can, but there's no drive. Okay? You finish your first degree. You don't have a drive to continue. Eh? You say you have finished school. <laughs> After Jesus, you say you have finished school. You don't have a drive to continue. Receive a drive. I receive it. Receive an eagerness to move forward in the name of Jesus. Last year, or was it last week, sorry. <laughs> last week, we were talking about commitment, and Prophet taught us strongly and powerfully on commitments. Amen. And he taught us on various um, types of commitments. Is that not the case? Do you remember? You know, my wife was just reminding me, you know, when you look on Facebook, the pictures on Facebook, you see people, some people writing, and normally it's the older people, you know, See, they are writing notes. Seriously. But the young people, they come to church, it's like, you know, they come. And after service, if I ask you what was taught right now, you will not remember. Do you see? So church has become like a fashion, something that you do on a Sunday morning. But it shouldn't be so. Amen? Jesus Christ said, go into the world and make disciples. A disciple is a student. Hallelujah. 
You know, like when we're in the camp, we listen to the message sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. I've listened to it several times, and but each time I listen to it, I write notes. Each time I write notes. At times I take my the old notes I've written and go through it and revise. Do you understand? That is how you learn. Amen. So last week we we're looking at commitment, and so a committed Christian write notes. Amen. So what was the first level of commitment? Yes, what is it? I expect everybody to respond. Some people are looking at my face. Of course, if today is the first time, or you were not here last week, it's a different story. So what's the first level of commitment? Fair weather commitments. Eh? It's only when the weather is fair. It's only when things are good that your commitment is seen. Is that not the case? Eh? Only when things are good. But it shouldn't be so. Your commitment should be always at a certain level. So even when the weather is not fair, maybe it may come down small, but it's still very high. Are you understand what I'm saying? Your church commitment, your commitment in church and everything should, whether the weather is fair or it's not fair, it should be high up there. Amen? Amen. 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 One brother joined the church when he was in London and he was invited to church. And what he told them was that they should wait. When the church grows small, then he will join. You know, today he's a bishop and he's also growing churches. It's like you want the church to grow small, fair weather. Are you understanding? But your commitment should not be a fair weather commitment. Amen. What is the second type of commitment? Situational friendship commitment. Situational friendship. Like your commitment depends on situations. You know, you have a friend who, when you are broke, he doesn't know you. Eh? You know, it is, <laughs> when you go to the mines, that is prostitutes who behave that way. When you go to the mines, prostitutes, the troop to the mines, doing, uh, getting to first, second week of December, when bonuses have been paid. You see, the mind becomes very charged with activity. Yeah. Ah, it wasn't so beginning. Obviously, there were no rich people there. Hey, Obwasi. First week, second week, December, there's high level of activity in town because the company has paid bonus. And foolish, some foolish workers want to spend, want to spread. You see, two guys, they will take five girls in the taxi and drive from Obwasi to Takwa. Just to wait, eat fufu and come back. Fufu and Guinness. It's like, Charlie. You have bull life. You know. <laughs> so people who come to you only when things are good for you, they are not very, very good friends. Are you with me? Eh? When you marry, whether things, that's why in my we say for better, for worse. Eh? For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. Amen? Amen. And so ladies who are married, be careful. Not that times when your husband broke, then you begin to have um, you begin to misbehave because historically that is what happens and men too don't be silly when you are struggling with the person and now things have become good then you begin to misbehave you feel like having an additional family somewhere else it's not a very good level of commitment the third level of commitment is what non-situational non-situational Friendship, commitment. So it's like 
it doesn't depend on the situation. Do you understand? Eh? Yeah. I mean, like, Reverend Payne is my friend, whether she's, he's in Houston or in Ghana, I don't know where he is now. Whether he's in Ghana, we are still friends. When we meet, we flow. It's not like, I mean, no situation determines our friendship. Do you understand? And then the final, I mean, it's not a bad situation. It's not a bad type of commitment. It's, it's good. It's better than non-situational and fair weather. Do you understand? It's, 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 it's a friendship. It's a good one. But God wants us to go to the higher and the highest level of commitment, which is the marital type of commitment. Hallelujah. And today we'll be seeing some of the things that will make you to be committed maritally. Amen? I say amen. So ask your neighbor, what is the level of your commitments? Ask your neighbor, what is the level of your commitments? Eh? Krista, have you asked your friend? What did she say? Eh? What did she say? Is that uh, situational? <laughs> Hallelujah. We are not talking about when you marry in the church, then you have marital commitments. We are not saying when you marry in the church, then you have marital commitments. No. Pastor Sami, I don't know his level of commitment. Yesterday I said to him, I said, where are you in this world? I've not seen him for maybe about 30, 90 days or 38 days, I don't know. It's a situation now. <laughs> so now going forward, I want to look at how to develop devoted members. Okay? But before you develop people, you have to know where they are. Are you with me? You have to know where they are. Amen? Matthew chapter 25 and verse 32. You have to know where they are before you can even make any attempt of developing them. So we, to, in, in, in starting the um, developing devoted members, we are looking at the type of members. Hmm? The type of members. Saying, before him shall be gathered all nations. Hmm? And he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. Amen? As a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. Now, God is a great shepherd. When you read John chapter 10, Jesus Christ talks about how he is a great shepherd. He says so many things about the shepherd and the sheep. And you and I, we are the sheep of God's pasture. Amen? Amen. We mean that God wants us to be sheep. Hallelujah. Now, I want to mention two categories of membership. Eh? Or two, not two classifications of membership. And for each one, you have to look where you are. Two classifications of membership. Amen? Now, the first class is the one that is likened to animals. Hmm? <laughs> one that is likened to animals. So we have three types of members. In the first classification, we have three types of members. Number one is the deer stage member. Do you know deer? Adowa? 
The one that they catch doing abortion. Uh-huh. The dear type of member. The second one, or the dear stage member, the second one is the, um, the goat stage member. And the third one is the sheep stage member. Hallelujah. And when a person initially converts, when somebody becomes a Christian initially, eh, he behaves like a deer. Now, how is a deer like? A deer is untamed. Hmm? I've not gone to anybody's house and see deers there. A deer is untamed. A deer is swift-footed. Eh? They say, they are here, then they are there. <laughs> That's why they have to have a whole festival to go and catch them. <laughs> eh? They have to have a whole festival to go and catch them because are, it's not easy to find them. Have you seen a festival where they are going to catch a sheep or go with goat before? No, deer, they are in the bush, they are in the wherever they are. Hmm? So it's a stage in the life of every Christian. When you initially become born again, you are a deer. Untamed, you don't know much. You have not been trained. Amen. Sweet footed and difficult to keep in one place. A deer comes to church today, you see the deer again to the next three weeks, and etc. etc. Are you understand what I'm saying? Eh? They are difficult to handle. We are talking about the stage after you become a Christian, difficult to handle. So when somebody is difficult to handle, it's a dear member. Or it's at the dear stage. Amen? You can also have pastors who are at the dear stage. <laughs> a dear pastor. <laughs> you don't know whether it was an error to appoint them pastors or <laughs> very difficult to handle. <laughs> Swift, swift-footed. <laughs> Untamed. <laughs> Now, it is very, very important that when you have members who are in the dear stage, to do whatever you can to move them from the dear stage to the next stage. Hallelujah. No Christian should stay in the dear stage. Amen. When you go and visit a dear member, he dodges you. A dear member will be in the room and say, Tell him, I have traveled. I remember when we were kids, one day, somebody came to look for my father, and I think my father, I don't know, maybe the guy, when he comes there, he comes to drink all my father's um, expensive spirits, I mean, whiskey, my father hardly drinks those things, but people give him whiskey, Johnny Walker, there and there, so, one day the man came, and <laughs> we told our younger brother to tell him that, you tell my father is not there, my father had two cars, the Peugeot was in the garage and the video view was parked, I think, in the compound. So when he said my father wasn't there, then <laughs> the man was looking at the car. <laughs> then my father, brother said, he's gone out with the Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> Try to justify that <laughs> my father was really not there. But he knows my father normally uses the video view. So he's gone out with the Peugeot. So it's like you have to move your members from the dear stage, the dear level, to a higher level. Now listen to this story told by the prophet. The dear and the assistant dear. That's the title of the, of the story. 
So 17 years ago, I visited a dear stage member called Adelaide. Somehow, she did not want to see her shepherd at all. This was one of the dear in my fellowship. I was trying to convert her from the deer stage to the sheep stage. I remember one evening when I knocked on her door in Water Hall of the University of Ghana. A voice from within answered, who is there? Dear people, when you go and look for them, you say, who is that? I remember one day I went to visit a dear member in uh, Nigeria. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> she was in the room. I mean, she said, grown up, have children. You may have a granddaughter. She came out very furious. I didn't tell her I was coming. <laughs> very furious. I didn't understand why. Then the children told me later, oh, there was some boy being in the room. <laughs> I mean, the lady was really furious. She blasted me. I mean, most moments when your pastor come and visit you, you'll be very happy. But she was very furious. She blasted me. Next time I'm coming, I should tell her. But she came out sweating. I don't know why. The children told me later that their mother has a boyfriend, <laughs> a blue man. <laughs> Amen. He said, A voice came from within. Who is there? And he said, It's me, Brother Dark. I'm looking for Sister Adelaide. After a few moments, her roommate said, Come in. This roommate happened to be her sister. <laughs> it's really Sister Irene. Okay. Hello, I'm looking for Adelaide. Is she in? The roommate smiled sweetly. Sorry, she's not in. <laughs> then Brother Luck said, oh, I see. Where did she go? He said, I'm not sure. She just went out. He said, all right, please tell her I came to check on her. Okay, she smiled again sweetly. That's assistant dear. So when she comes back, I will tell her you were here. They did story. He said each room had its own balcony. And unknown to me, Adelaide was hiding there. I was a shepherd who was dealing with a deer and an assistant deer. So some deers, they don't work alone. They also hire assistants. <laughs> Amen. He said only deer dodge and hide. However, I worked on them until they became sheep. Today, they are stable sheep members I see all your dears becoming sheep I see, I see all your dears becoming sheep and that is you see this information is very important because if you have members that you don't know what type of or the stage I mean you just flow with them follow them, I mean just casually they will not become anything but it's important to know that when somebody is born again, he's in that stage and he has to be moved. Amen? Amen. Now, it's very, very dangerous to be in that stage, to be a dear member because, as you already know, there's also a spiritual abortery where hunters will come and hunt you for a festival. And like we know, our adversary, the devil, Bible says he goes about, roaring like a hungry lion, seeking whom he may devour. So when you are a deer, you are living a very dangerous life. Do you understand? Do you understand? Because you live an unprotected life, a life that can easily be cut short at any time, a life that can easily be derailed, 
Because like you're on your own, just you have a mind of their own. Now the next stage of development or the next stage membership, that's the goat stage members. Goats are a little better than deer. Eh? They are far more domestic and easily accessible. However, a goat is much more independent than a sheep. Hmm? It's a developed stage. You move from being there to being a goat, but goats are a little more independent. However, hmm, a goat is more independent. They do what they want to do and are less likely to follow. So we you are members who do, do what they do, what they want, they want to do. I mean, it's like you can't control them. Do you understand? Eh? They may even wear pink to come, but they may not sink. You know, they do what they want to do. I see. Is that so? By the way, Bishop Ima is not a member of the choir, so if it's Bishop Ima you are referring to, you have made a mistake. Amen. I said amen. amen. They do what they want to do. Eh? You can even have good pastors or good um, shepherd. Pastors are sitting in front. A good pastor will not sit in front. Hmm? So if you're a good pastor, begin to move towards the sheep. Bishop, <laughs> you need to send someone to go and see the back. You need to send someone to check the back where there are some good pastors there. Because <laughs> pastors are supposed to sit in front here. Yet there are people you never see them in front. Do you see? Either they come late so they just settle there or something. But if like every Sunday you come late, then you are becoming a what? A good, a good pastor. I didn't say it too. It's by implication. Amen. I said Amen. Now, goats are friendlier than deer, though they can often have traces of stubbornness. Hmm? So it's a stage. It's better than a deer. But if you are a church, you want to move to a higher stage. Amen? Well, the scriptures is littered with God relating with us as shepherd and sheep. You and I, we are the sheep of God's pasture. Hallelujah. David was described as a great shepherd of Israel. Amen. And God himself is a great shepherd of Israel. Doesn't mean Israel, they are animals. They are not animals. He's talking about a certain characteristics of an individual. Amen. And nature. Hallelujah. Now the next stage is the sheep stage. Amen. Now sheep are the best among these three groups. Hmm? Now, your goal as a pastor or a shepherd eh, is to move your members who are dear through the God stage to become sheep. Hallelujah. I said to become what? Sheep. And so, it's a very, very important thing that every pastor should take note of. Don't have members and leave them in that stage, in the, in the dear stage. Or in the ghost stage, your members come to church without Bible. They come to church without notebook to write notes. It's like they are in a, you know, how would they even learn? It is by learning that people move from one stage to the other. Hallelujah. 
I said, hallelujah. And so we must be able to fully commit ourselves to moving our members to a higher level of commitment. Amen? And sheep, they follow shepherd. At times you wonder why your sheep, those you think your sheep, they are not following you. They are not sheep yet. They are goats or deers. I'm not saying they are goats. I mean, they have the characteristics of goats. That's what I'm saying. Please understand the message. You may say when we came to church, they insulted us. Amen. I said amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at a few scriptures. If you look at Ezekiel 34 mm, and verse 11, Ezekiel 34 and verse 11, say, But thou saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, would both search my sheep and seek them out. Now in Ezekiel, God was not happy. With the shepherds. Why? Because the shepherds were not seeking the sheep. Remember, our relationship with God is shepherd-sheep relationship, not shepherd-goat or any cow or anything else. Amen? It's because of the characteristics that sheep have. Sheep depend on the shepherd. Amen? When you read the art of shepherding, eh, there's a chapter on the sheep. You have out of shepherding somewhere there. Give me out of shepherd. There's a chapter on the sheep where it talks about the sheep. Now, when you look at um, Ezekiel, I'm saying that God was anointed with the shepherds of Israel because they were not taking care of the sheep. And so God Himself is saying that He is going to seek them out Himself. Are you understanding? When you go to Psalm 23 and verse 1, the Lord is my what? Shepherd. For the Lord to be your shepherd, you have to be a sheep. Amen? Amen? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There are many Christians who live in want. It's okay, it's okay. There are many Christians who live in want because though they become Christians, hmm, they have remained either at the deer stage or the goat stage, and therefore they have not reached the sheep stage where they can say, The Lord is my shepherd. It is when the Lord is your shepherd that you can conveniently say that I shall not want. Amen. Amen. Put Psalm 23 on the screen. At least about three chapter, three verses per time. Together. Three verses together. So he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So when you make yourself a sheep, Eh? And you make the Lord your shepherd. Or the, 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 the human being that God is shepherding, shepherding you through, they can communally say that I shall not want. Amen. So they make me to lie down in green pastures. It is not easy to make a goat to lie down. A goat member or a deer, stay here. When the shepherd says to the sheep, be here. The shepherd can go and come, you know, the sheep is there. But a goat will not be there. So, as a goat, you cannot be made to lie down in green pastures. You need to be a sheep dependent on the shepherd, trusting in the shepherd. Then you can say that where you are is a green pasture. Many people are moving about in dry pastures, in unfruitful pastures. Because they don't have a shepherd in their lives. 
When you become a sheep, then you can have a shepherd. He leadeth me beside still waters. The shepherd knows where it's safe to drink. But when you don't have a shepherd, or you have not made yourself a sheep, you don't know where it's safe to drink. Hallelujah. When you are a sheep, you consult your shepherd. Eh? Not that you move with somebody for 18 months, then come and tell your shepherd, I found we are having engagement. <laughs> eh? You have been moving with the person for 18 months. They come and tell the shepherd we are having engagement next week. So I want you to, I'm inviting you. No. No. It's not a good thing. Amen? It's a wild mistake. Do you understand? Do you understand? Recently, by the grace of God, we were able to lead one gentleman to identify a lady in another church, in the UD church. The lady sent me a message the other day. said, we are now beloveds. Maybe they've been linked together for a number of months. But the lady now has to take the guy to his past, her pastors. The pastors had to interview him. And they told him, we will get back to you. Don't call us, we will call you. <laughs> you will hear from us. By the grace of God, last week or last week, he heard from them. It is now the lady is saying, yeah, no, the guy, they've been talking, they've been meeting, they've been, I'm sure. Have, they, have you gone out to eat? I'm sure they've gone out to eat. I nearly asked the person where they've gone out to eat. I'm sure they've gone out to eat. But she wasn't considering him as a beloved until she herself, she was satisfied that, oh, this person is okay. After he herself has satisfied herself, that's not the end. Now he, she has taken him to her shepherd to say, this man is interested. They said, let him come and see us. Then he has gone to see them. He's gone through interview. He's been saying, we'll write to you. Now they've written to him. It was after that that the lady is now sending me a message to say, we are now beloved. Amen. You see, it's not because I'm interested in the lady or anything else. But you see, these two people, in their work as beloved, in every work in marriage, there are challenges. But now they have a certain authority, spiritual authorities over them. Do you see? Who can say, look, no, this thing don't do. Do this. No, don't do. That is all to guide you. Because you see, I don't want you to become a prayer topic. There are many souls we have to pray for. There's Basenta we have to pray for. There's church growth we have to pray for. And if after all these prayer topics that we already have as pastors, now we have to pray for your marital problems. I mean, you are really spoiling the work. So we want to guide you properly. So allow yourself to be guided. Allow yourself to be led. Allow yourself to be, you know, shown what is right. Don't take decisions on your own, then you come and inform. One brother told me, came to see me the other day, he said, he's traveling. I said, okay. Then he began his story. I was looking at him. I mean, so you are telling me, eh? it's okay. 
You are blessed. I mean, you are traveling. I know you. We have a relationship. Don't tell me anything. Now, nah, tell me you are traveling. What did I say? Okay. It's well. I don't know what else shall I do. Amen. So try to lead your people from deer to goat to sheep. Because it's when they are sheep that they can receive full benefit of the guidance of Jehovah. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 10. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. Verse 11. He shall feed his flock like what? A shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Hallelujah. So when you are a sheep, these are some of the benefits that you derive. You derive the leading of the Lord. You derive the protection of the Lord. You derive the feeding of the Lord. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Ask your friend, which stage are you? Ask your friend, which stage are you? And be honest. You see, when you are not honest with yourself, then you will not have the need to move to another level. Are you with me? Have you asked your friend? Did she give you an answer? But is she, your, is she your real friend? You know her? Have you assessed her stage? Where is she? I know she's not there, but where is she? Eh? Good stage. Good stage. Okay. How about you yourself? You also? Where? Dear or good? Good stage. Huh. So I want you to move to the next level. Do you understand? It's when you are a sheep that you derive the full benefits of your Christian walk. Amen? I say amen. Some of you, you have been abused by your pastor, as you know. Hmm? One sister told, two sisters, they lifted their hand, they said they've had broken heart before. I said, hey! I didn't even know that you have even had a beloved before. And you have passed, beloved, don't say you have had a broken heart before. I said, come and see me. So this afternoon, I'll be seeing the two of them. Because your past have been beloved to now broken hearts. So the third, first categorization of membership is the deer, the goats, and the sheep. Amen. Amen. Now we are going to the second categorization or second type of member. The first one is stages that you can move to. Are you with me? The first one is stages that you can move to. And so everybody here should try and move to the sheep stage. Amen? Where you are a committed member. Where you are maritally committed in the church. It helps you. Now, second categorization is this. Number one, registered members. Registered members. Who is a registered member? To register as a member of the church, you write your name, your phone number, your WhatsApp phone number, your date of birth. Young man, come inside. 
I'm talking to you. Wearing white shirts. See, I'm preaching there. Get up and go. How old are you? Hmm? 14. Go, go to white church. Go to white church. Go to white church. Take him to white church. He, he didn't understand what we're saying. This is supposed to be white church. But you see, that's why we just get up and go. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so I said, number one is a registered member. Ask your neighbor, neighbor are you a registered member? You know, God had a church. Job chapter 1. God had a church. Job chapter 1 verse 6. What is taking long to put this scripture on the screen? Somebody should give me Job chapter 1 verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Like we, we all come to present ourselves before the Lord. Amen. And Satan came also among them. You see, Satan moved, it's a spirit. And that spirit can be in human beings. Next verse, verse 7. Now there was a day, no. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro. He hasn't got anywhere to go. So dear members, unregistered members, today you come, you are here, next time you feel like going to um, Central, you go, other time you feel like going to an Akalu Assembly, you go. No. You have to be what? A registered member. Eh? Is it from going to and from the earth and from walking up and down in it? Faith Satan is somebody who flirts about. Check flirting in the, in the, in the dictionary. Give me the meaning of flirts. Flirtation. Flirtation. When you are a member, you are not registered in any particular place. You are a divine flatter or spiritual flatter. What is flirtation? Yes. Look, you can also find a meaning and put it on the screen. Is it there? A flirting, a quick, uprightly desire of attracting notice. No, no, no. It's not. Look for proper meanings. A short, casual relationship. Yes. So your relationship with the church is a short, casual relationship. You are not a registered member. Mm-hmm. Unusual temporal romance. You are having a temporal romance with the church. Instead of maritally being committed to the church, you are having a temporal romance. Even if you have a romance, make it long, but it's temporal. Short temporal romance. That's what you have in the church. Yes? You are, you are temporarily involved with the church. I'm talking about a registered member. If you have not registered, eh, these are some of the things that describes you. So I'm saying it's very, very simple to register. You don't have to write a long essay. You don't have to fill a long sheet. Three different types of information. Your name, as, is, as in your passport. Eh? Your date of birth. And then what else? Your WhatsApp phone number. That's all you need to register as a member of the church. 
Amen? Then after you registered, you will be sent an index number or an ID number. It becomes your ID number for the church for life. Now, there are quite a number of people who have filled and have not received. So, we have opened the corner there. You see where they've written podcast corner? Eh? After service, when you go there, you'll be helped. Amen. Maybe you have filled your form, you have not gotten your, your ID number, etc., etc. But it's very important that to be a member of the church, you have to register with the church. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. Because these days, a lot of people come. Now, when you are, Krista, when people want to do baby dedication, they have to be registered members. When they come, you ask them, what is your ID number? When people want to do wedding, you have to be registered. Because wedding, I think there's a discount for members, for the horse. Eh? Yes, when they come from outside Kodesh, no discount. Mm-hmm. When they come from Kodesh, there's a big discount for registered members. Hallelujah. Amen. She has married already. She's clapping. You have not married. You're not clapping. Oh, you have no plan to marry. Amen. So we are saying that membership, you register, write your name, the phone number, date of birth, on a piece of paper, drop it in the offering basket. In fact, you can put an envelope and put cities of money inside. Registration fees. You can put 10 cities registration fees inside. It is free, but I'm saying you can put 10 cities registration fees. It will maybe... Quicken your registration. For documentation. For documents. <laughs> number two, so we are saying membership, you have to be a registered member. Are you all listening? Yeah. Because tomorrow you may have a challenge, you may have a situation, and then you come in, and then they'll say at the front of it, they don't know you. It will not be a nice thing. Then you go outside, and, and, come, come. They say they don't know me. No, no, it's not the person who is coming. It is what you have done. What the pastor has preached, what is today's date? 8th. What the pastor preached on the 8th. Amen. And I'm sure Bishop Dennis has been talking about this, uh, filling that form, filling that form. If you have challenges, please go to the back. You'll be helped. Number two, a committed member. This categorization of membership, you have to fulfill all. <clears throat> a committed member. Who is a committed member? A committed member is somebody who pays tithes and gives offerings. Some of you, you have never put your foot on a carpet before. But now your legs are on carpets. This carpet is clean every week. First of all, it's expensive to put the carpet and it's clean every week. You are sitting in a nice church environment. Maintenance, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> in fact, we are lacking behind the maintenance of the church cathedral. We have to rise up. I need 20 people to come and work with Reverend Ben to maintain this place. Because <laughs> there's a lot to be done. Cobwebs, yeah, it's not easy. Even to reach the roof, it's a lot of work. To paint some of the places outside, we, have to, we, we hire cranes. Crane. That's how to hire crane. But you want me to sit in the crane for the crane to lift him up for him to paint. All this requires money. And in the church, you are smiling, you have grown beard, 
and you're not giving pain tight. <laughs> so I'm saying the second type of membership are committed members. You pay your tithe, eh? the first and best, and you give offering regularly. You give first offering, you give second offering. When there's a booster, you also give. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Those are the back hallelujah. So please, don't listen to me and not do the things. You have to register as a member, number one. And then you have to now be what? A committed member where you pay your tithes, you give offerings. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are raising special funds, you also participate. That's right. Number three, active members. Active members. So remember we have dear members, dear state members, both state members, and then chief state members. We are saying move to the highest. Hallelujah. Everything is the highest. The commitment marital is the highest. Don't stay at uh, non, uh, what, non-friendship or whatever. Non-citational. Go to the highest. Marital. I'm committed to the church forever. Since I joined the church, anywhere I go, if the church is there, I'll join. If the church is not there, I'll form one and join. Yeah. Everywhere I go. Since I joined, I've moved, I've moved about a lot. And everywhere I go, I join the church. If the church is not there, I'll form one and join. So the one I form, my index number is number one. Amen. Very, very important. Some of you, when you move, no. In fact, some of you ladies, you are even waiting for somebody from Pentecost to come and marry you and take you away. Because you don't want to sing in the choir again because you, your shepherd is always troubling you. You go there and see whether you get a shepherd like the one you have. Go there and see whether you get a lady pastor like Sister Leona, LP Leona, who comes around to visit you. Go there and see. Amen? Are you married? Ah, hey. <laughs> Number three, active members. Now, who is an active member? Listen very carefully. Are you listening? An active member is someone who attends all church programs. Do you know the church programs? Name the regular programs. Number one, Sunday church service. Number two, midweek service on when? On Wednesday. Number three, everything by prayer service when? No, it's on Wednesday morning. Say it again. Saturday morning. These are the three basic frequent services in the church. Of course, if you can come on Sunday morning, you do the Friday Sunday evening. Amen? Now we also have floor service, floor prayer on Tuesday and floor prayer on Friday with the prophets. Yes, Wednesday night, that's what he mentioned. That's the midweek. We have Wednesday morning is a non-denominational turning point, okay? But I'm talking about the Kodesh services, of course. The Kodesh services. You have the Saturday, Sunday, hmm? 
You have Wednesday evening, eh? Sunday, two services. You have Wednesday, pastors are supposed to come for at least two services in a week. Most of you don't come for two services. <coughs> you are becoming uh, not, not uh, sheep. <laughs> you are becoming non-active. <laughs> Then we we have Thursday we have Bible studies fellowships. Yeah. Most of you don't attend. Now we've even created Zoom fellowships for the bourgeoisies. Zoom fellowship for those who maybe your work is said that you cannot go to somebody's house, and so you stay wherever you are and have Zoom fellowship. Amen. When they finish the fellowship, there's a breaking of bread. You break your own bread. On the Zoom, you have your bread and your drink. And you break and have it on the Zoom. Amen. So you attend all church services and then midweek service. You attend church conventions. I'm talking about an active member of the church. Most of us are not active. When the church organized special programs like crusades, like Kodesh God Talent, so are special programs, you have to attend. Conventions. When we have conventions, people don't come. But people, people come and they are blessed. Amen? We have a convention very soon, eh? When? Is it 18 to 20th? Eh? He has not confirmed. If he has not confirmed, we'll bring somebody else. We are not bereft of anointed men of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Eh? Crusade special program. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And verse 58. And I'm closing. Okay, now. You came to church late, you saw my Therefore, my beloved brethren, hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved, look, there are a lot of things to do. Visitation, we have to go on visitations, there are meetings, they say, wow, yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything, that's what you say, wow, yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Amen. What's the rubber smelling? Be you what? Steadfast. We are talking about active members. You have to be steadfast. I hope the rubber is not from here. None of the things from outside somewhere. Be ye steadfast. Unmovable. You see, when you are an active, when you are a registered, eh, committed, active member, so what you are supposed to be eh, is a registered committed active sheep amen a registered committed active sheep that's what you have supposed to be hmm? you have to be an arcas hmm? a registered committed active married sheep or <laughs> maritally committed 
Very important. So then you see, he said, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. You are solid in the church. You are steadfast. Nothing moves you. Because in recent times, there have been a lot of things that have moved a lot of people. But you are there, active. Hallelujah. I said, you are there, active. Put the scripture back. Unmovable. By the grace of God, nothing should be able to move you from this church. I'm saying, by the grace of God. Because you hear people saying things that the day I will speak against the prophet, it means that a demon has entered into me. And then they begin to speak. So that's why I have to add by the grace of God. <laughs> they didn't add by the grace of God. It was self-confidence. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. You need to be steadfast in the church. A maritally committed person is steadfast. You are steadfast to you and committed to your wife. Your wife is committed to you. It doesn't mean that she does what is right, but irrespective of that. It doesn't mean he always supplies job money, but irrespective of that, of that. You are committed. You are steadfast. So when you are maritally committed in the church, the same thing. Your pastor blasts you and then you are smiling. But there's something small than you are hurt. You are like a child. Tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. When you are solidly committed, registered member, Things like that will not move you. Do you understand? Eh? Things will not move you. When you do something wrong, shouldn't you be blasted? Shouldn't you be addressed? When you cannot be addressed, you see, listen very carefully. If you are in a group and your leader cannot address you, it's very dangerous. It's not a good, I mean, don't be happy and say, I don't be happy it is great foolishness I'm telling you that you are in a group a leader cannot address you because when they are time they address you then your face has changed you shouldn't be happy with that that your leader cannot tell you something your father cannot blast you then we live in America where children cannot be blasted they live in a perverse society where everything is, is, is going out of control. When you kick the Bible out of places, demons occupy. Amen? Amen. So he said, therefore, my beloved, be steadfast. You have to be steadfast. Amen? When you are committed in the church, eh? where your treasure is, there is where your heart will go. Where your treasure is, that is where your heart will also go. So you should have to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen? Put the full scripture, they're not half. Always abounding, a full scripture, I say not half, in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor, the Lord, is not in vain. So you put the full scripture on, and they put half. Can somebody speak down to the person? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Hey, you're not putting the scripture. 
<laughs> it looks like the person is, is hurt. Eh? The person is hurt. <laughs> Pastor Max, tell your person to put the full scripture. We are doing Bible studies here. to see it. Clap for her or him. <laughs> you see, I said so many things. And it came to say, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work the Lord. Not, not at Ecobank, but in the work of the Lord. Why? For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. For as much as you know that your labor for as much as you know that your basenta work your power work, your basanta work, it's not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. So, men and brethren, we need to know. We've taught. I've taught you stages that when somebody joins a church or become a Christian, try and move your members to become sheep because of the benefits of being a sheep. And now we've gone through what it takes to be a member. Okay? The characteristics of a member. You have to be a registered member. Amen? Amen. So pastors with sheep under you, make sure they are registered members. Remember, do you understand? Then after they are registered members, they are also what? Committed members. Because when you register, you'll be given an ID number. Become a committed member, you pay your tithe with your ID number. Hallelujah. And then you become an active member where you show up at programs. Now, ask somebody, do you come, we don't come for midweek service. Why? Ask. I'm coming around. Why don't you come for midweek? Will you start coming? Eh? Will you start coming for midweek service? I'm talking to you. Will you start coming? Oh, you've been coming already? Oh, I don't normally see you. You may come in. Okay. Yes. I'm waiting for you to finish. Look all these guys. They are looking here. They have become car park attendants. Amen. Come for midweek service. Amen. Shows us you are what? An active member. You understand what I'm saying? Community, we receive teachings. Amen? Are you new? Oh, you are new. Okay. Are you trying to join the church? We came to visit. You're only here for a few, few days. You don't live in Accra. You're from Cote d'Ivoire. Wonderful. So you are welcome. How about you? You're a member already. Eh? But you're not an active member. But you don't come for the last convention, you didn't come. And then Wednesday, you don't come. But you start coming. Where do you live? Hmm? Benzuma. Oh, that's my Jesse here. 
So you'll be coming. Yeah, I prepared your answers. So I will not ask you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, if you are into something, be inside. Amen. But all these children, and there's so much to be in white church. How old are you? Eh? 18. How much? 13. So why did you go to white church? Eh? You went there first service, and you come here the second service. Wow. It looks like Akwadanya me. Amen. I'm saying that if you are in something, be inside properly. Don't sit on the fence. Don't when you do that, you cannot benefit fully from what you are in. Amen. I said amen. amen. So can I see behind those who are going to be maritally committed in the church? Lift your hand. Maritally committed. Reverend Ben, you are talking about maritally committed. Lift your hand. Officially, I go to be maritally committed. Or you are already. You're married already. You're married to the church. I mean, if I say, I'm going to be sheep. I'm going to, I mean, I know I'm, 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 a go, I'm at the gold stage, but I'm still moving. I know though I've been appointed a pastor, I'm still at the gold stage, but I'm moving. Lift your hand. Abena, is your hand up properly? I'm moving to the state. Hallelujah. Then finally, how many of us are going to be registered members? You have not registered yet, but you will register. You become committed. Eh? And then you'll be active. Hallelujah. You have done well. Clap your hands for yourself. And rise on your feet. Shepherd of my soul, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will fall. I have made a choice. I have made a choice to listen for your voice. Wherever you may lead, I will go. Be it in, be it in the quiet pasture. Shepherd of my soul, of my, my son, should I face a mighty mountain? Now I wanted to open your mouth and just pray for yourself that from today you are becoming a registered member. A committed member, an active member, lift your voice. A registered member, a registered sheep, an active sheep, a committed sheep. Lift your voice, lift your voice, and pray. Lift your voice. Randa balababa, mandeka masante kabe. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Makabela Mashanta Kabo. Iban de Lebaba. Landa Brasanta Kabe. Lebaba. I'm becoming an active member. I'm becoming an active member. I'm becoming an active member. I'm becoming a committed member. 
and becoming a committed member in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to become an active member, a committed member, an active member, a committed member, in the name of Jesus, an active member, a committed member. Make me an active member, attending all church programs, attending special programs, attending services, in the name of Jesus, an active member, a committed member, an active member, a committed member, an active member, a committed member. Labe Shada Kabo Rama Evangele Masata Kaboriyade Leva Leva An active member Lord, a committed member In the name of Jesus Sibalaba Rande Kabe Labrasato Ekondeleva Kabe An active member, a committed member An active member, a committed member Lord In the name of Jesus Landa Kaberia Laba Help me Lord, help me Lord to be an active member, to be a committed member, Lord, in the name of Jesus. From today, from today, I'm increasing my attendance from one service to two services, from one service to two services. I am moving forward, I am moving forward in the Kabolaba, Randeba, Santa, Kabe, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, we bless you. And we give you the glory. Jesus name with every eye closed before you can even become a member you have to surrender your life to Jesus you want to say pastor pray with me pastor pray with me pastor pray with me I want to surrender to Jesus don't leave this place not surrendered to the Lord. You can be moved from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light this afternoon by just a simple prayer. No moving about, please. No moving about. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are, I want you to just lift your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. On your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift it very high. I want to see it where I am. I want to see it where I am. God bless you. Lift it very high. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender to Jesus. You have lifted your hand wherever you are. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Come on to Jesus. Come to me. Come to Jesus. for them as they come. Come on to Jesus. Church, clap for them as they come. Encourage them. Encourage them. Encourage them. Because you are not clapping, they are not coming. 
encourage them with a clap come on to Jesus There's one more coming. Clap for him as he comes. I believe there's a lady who has to give her life to Christ today. It cannot be that only one lady is giving her life to Christ today. There's another lady who has to give her life. I'm waiting for you. Where is that lady? Let him have We are singing that song one more time. I want you to walk right up here. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Bible says that with the heart, watch me, with the heart you believe unto righteousness, with confessions, you confess salvation. Amen. I want to lead you in prayer. I want you to make it your own prayer. Do you understand? I'm only leading you. Now lift your two hands. The lady came just in time. Lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that He died for me. Thank you that He died Say today, today I, declare Jesus I declare Jesus as the Lord, as the Lord and, master and Master of my life. Of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, please forgive me. All my, sins. Of all my sins and wash me, wash me. In, the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus please write my name, please write my name. In, the book of life. in the book of life so that one day, so that one day I, will be with you. I will be with you please help me please help to be a good Christian, to be a good Christian. Please, help please help me to come to church, come to church. Regularly. regularly please help me to be established in church. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember... God's word as a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.